Hi guys, welcome to the By Maddie Marie podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Marie, obviously. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. I'm so excited to be back with you. I missed you all week long, and it's Taco Tuesday. Is there a better day to do this? No, I'm so excited. I hope you're enjoying tacos. What kind are they? Please let me know, because anything tacos, I'm always down to have a conversation about. Let's be real. Anyways, let's catch up. How have you been? I had a fun weekend. I'm gonna tell you about it, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to start with the NFL draft because this is the first time that I've watched it. I literally had the best time. I only watched what I could when Romy was in bed because I try and spend as much quality time with her as I can. So I didn't want to be distracted with the draft while she was awake. Moving on. That was a tangent. The draft was the most wholesome thing I have seen in literally so long. Men, why were you keeping that to yourselves? I feel like, I don't know, none of my girlfriends watched it. Anyways, that's going to change. This is going to become an annual watch party because I had so much fun. I did cry. Let me explain to you why though, (laughs) because that sounds really stupid. But Brian Breesy was drafted night one, first round, and he, his story put me to tears, dude. They would play a video of the players and their story and their come-up story, whatever. They did that for probably all of them. I don't know. I didn't watch the whole thing, clearly. But it was so fun. He, his story was sad. He explained how his sister battled cancer. His whole family wore Ella Strong t-shirts. It's so cute. They literally call them. They show the video of them answering the phone. I don't know why I've never watched this before. I feel like if you're listening to this and you think I'm an idiot because of how I'm describing it, I'm sorry, but I had so much fun. And anyways, will be participating yearly. Learned my lesson. Next highlight from the NFL draft was the Cowboys scout got to call his own son. I mean, come on. How adorable is that? Can you imagine? And the way that he did it, pull it up. Pull up the NFL page on social media. It's plastered all over there right now. And it's so cute. He calls him and he's like, son, do you want to come to work with me next week? Oh, it's so heartwarming. I loved it. Also... This made it to my bucket list. I want to go to an event, like an actual drafting event. These people are dressed up, guys. I Maybe I'm missing out. Maybe this is like common knowledge. I have no idea because this is the first time I've experienced it. But they are dressed up. They full scent outfits. They dyed their hair for this. I will be going. It looked like a freaking blast and the support also put me to tears literally a name would get called and everyone in the event would go crazy top tier experience definitely recommend watching next year 
Next order of business to catch up on, NBA playoffs. Basketball is my favorite thing to watch right now. And the Suns is the team that I'm following. They're in the current, they're in playoffs right now. They just advanced and are playing the Nuggets in round two. I'm a little scared for them. The Nuggets are first seed and they're fourth seed. So I'm hoping they can hold on. I visit Arizona, manifesting going to a playoffs game this year. Hopefully we can make that happen. Hopefully they can hold on for a couple more weeks because I don't go for a couple more weeks. So I'm a little bit nervous, but that's fun. That's exciting. Next highlight in NBA playoffs, the Miami Heat beat the Bucks in round one, which is crazy. That was one of the upsets this round. Um, and since 1990, they're only the sixth, eighth seed team to advance to round two. In case you needed a fun NBA playoff trivia question for I have no reason why that fact was necessary to share, but it's fun, right? So that's exciting. Next order of business to catch up on. What am I watching lately? I'm not a big TV show person. I don't know. It's more background. If I watch a TV show, I can't really pay attention to it. But movies are the shit. So we saw a couple new movies recently. The first one being Air. I did go to the movie theater for that, which is a top tier experience. Let's be real. If you're not going to the movie theater, you're simply missing out. It is not the same watching it at home. I don't care how comfortable you are in your bed with your TV and whatever bougie setup you have. It's not as fun. Plus, it's Tuesday. It's $5 Tuesday. So just go to the movies. You get movie theater popcorn. You can get Dr. Pepper. Fountain Dr. Pepper even. Way better. And you get comfy reclining seats. Just do it, okay? Do it for the experience. Plus, movie theater etiquette is making a comeback. COVID really did a number on movie theater etiquette, but people are getting their common sense back. It's not as bad. So take it from me. Go see air, dude. I literally walked out ready to spend my life's worth on Michael Jordan's shoes. (laughs) But it was really good. The next movie that I watched that was new was Peter Pan and Wendy. Came out on Disney+. Plus. It was cute, you know. It's just another live-action remake. So, I feel like Disney's big into that right now. Obviously, you can't go wrong with Disney. Love it. But, it was good. Just, just Peter Pan, live-action. So, don't expect anything, like, mind-altering because there wasn't any of that. But, it was cute. So, give it a watch. I love movies. Let me explain this to you. I romanticize movies because it br- it literally brings people together. You can see the creative marketing, the creative manifestation of someone else's brain on your TV. And the amount of people it takes to create a movie, crazy, dude. Sit through the credits. You'll be there for 10 minutes. And you'll see a million names on the screen at once. It's insane. But it's awesome. These people are so creative. It blows my mind. I love it. Anyways, sorry for that tangent. (laughs) But that was fun. We should catch up more often. I had a good time. Let's dive in to the gut of this episode. We are talking boundaries today. And we're just going to deep dive it. We're going to jump right in. Okay, what the hell is a boundary? Because I have recently had to learn this as a grown-ass adult. 
And let me tell you, that has been rough. I have not enjoyed it. However, it's been the best thing to happen to me and my life. So we're going to jump in because I feel like everyone should maybe reevaluate them. Because it might not be at the forefront of your mind, but it is definitely causing effects on your life. So what's a boundary? Uh, The definition of boundary is a line that makes the limit of a subject. You are the subject in this context, which makes it fun. And these are important because you need to understand your limits and your comforts in order to curate cohesive relationships and even a cohesive relationship with yourself. So we're going to jump into identifying where you lack boundaries because that is definitely step one of actually changing and being able to set new ones that coincide with how your brain is working right now. So I'm going to speak about this in a way that I learned them because I have recently reevaluated my boundaries mostly because I didn't really have anything set. Obviously you have like your morals and your code of conduct through your personal life, but I just was going with the flow. I'm a chronic people pleaser. So I've had to definitely do some reevaluating. So let's jump in. Um, The first thing that I had to do when I was identifying my boundaries is I had to come to terms with feel I was really uncomfortable sharing my feelings and my comforts with people who I should not have felt that way around. And it's kind of a smack in the face because you get so comfortable around certain people that your routines just are normal right? Feeling uncomfortable was so normal. Shoving my feelings down so deep was so normal. And that is insane, dude. You should feel comfortable to speak your mind in the situations and environment that you live. And that was number one. Accepting that speaking your mind is going to just piss some people off. Anyways, we'll kind of dive into that a little bit later. But the next thing I had to identify is I was insecure in how I thought other people perceived me. A lot of that stemmed from poor self-esteem and accepting words from someone else without any actual proof or any reason it was being said. I hope that makes sense. But what I've learned and come to terms with is who cares what other people think about you? First of all, people don't pay that close attention to you. You might have a couple of people who are in tune with what's going on in your life. You're close to them. I understand that. But in passing, people will probably not remember the clothes you're wearing when you ask them next week if they liked your outfit. And who cares? First of all, the people's opinions that you're concerned about don't know the full story. And honestly, judgment is just dangerous. I feel like I've had to just accept that people are going to judge you no matter what. And the only opinion that really matters is your own. The only perception that you need to prioritize is your own. You have no reason to put someone else's opinion 
especially of you over your own if you're comfortable with where your life is going definitely there's not a reason to if you're uncomfortable with where your life is going maybe pick a few people that you truly respect to ask their opinion of you and that way it's a constructive conversation rather than your constant overthinking of what potentially could be someone else's perception because likely you're overplaying it in your brain and you're overthinking and you're causing extra stress that simply doesn't need to be there so that was the second one i was so insecure with how other people perceived me that i was scared to truly be myself and when you're not authentic it's a waste of time let's be real anyways the third identifier of where i was lacking boundaries is the people pleasing i brought that up i'm a chronic people pleaser i constantly am thinking of other people that's honestly i'm gonna say that's like my love language (laughs) but that's kind of not true i don't know it's just my way of thinking anyways People-pleasing negates your ability to even people-please because people like to depend on other people, right? You like to have those few people you can have true heart-to-hearts with, but if there's not genuine conversation from both sides, it's not happening. And if you are not thinking about yourself your needs and your comforts and you're only prioritizing what other people need and trying to make other people happy you're never going to be able to fulfill your side of a relationship fully and that's something you're going to have to accept because it's never going to change you will never be able to be something else without fully recognizing who you are If you want to change who you are, that's fine, but you still have to be able to look in the mirror and put yourself first in order to get there. And I think that's so important. I feel like it's so important to put yourself first and fill your own cup. And we're going to dive more into that later as well. Okie dokie. The next section of this episode is triggering a mindset shift to feeling comfortable So you can actually set and uphold your own boundaries because you can recognize where you're lacking them all you want, but unless you change your boundaries that you have, nothing in your life is going to be different. So first way to change your mindset so that you feel more comfortable is accepting the fact that you don't need to feel uncomfortable just to make other people comfortable. You don't have to negate your own comfort to prioritize someone else's. That's, honestly, it's unhealthy. You should be able to communicate what you're comfortable with. You should be able to communicate what you're uncomfortable with. An example that's commonly used, I feel like, is drinking. That's a pretty common habit, but a lot of people don't. And a lot of people are uncomfortable to say that, which is sad. You should be able to stand firm in what you're okay with doing and what you're okay tolerating versus what you're not. If you set in your mind, I will not do this, it's a lot easier once presented the opportunity to say no. If you haven't made that decision, if you have never 
thought in your head, I am comfortable drinking alcohol or I am not comfortable drinking alcohol, when posed with the opportunity, you could panic and do something that you don't want to do. So it's important to understand what you're comfortable with and understand what you will actually tolerate because that puts you in a position to adequately prepare yourself and adequately react when you're actually given the opportunity to react. But taking care of yourself isn't a luxury. It's not something that's far out. It's not something that should only be awarded to you if you do certain things. It's a basic necessity of life. Taking care of yourself, doing things that fill your cup are basic basic human needs, right? Obviously, it can get extensive, <laughs> but I think taking care of yourself, I think it's important to actually internalize that. Taking care of yourself isn't a luxury. Making sure you eat all three of your meals is not a luxury. Making sure you feel comfortable with the people that you're spending your time with is not a luxury. You do not have to feel uncomfortable. And if you are uncomfortable, then it's time to recognize why. And it's time to stand up for yourself. Because no one else is going to consistently be able to do that for you. You need to be able to voice your opinion, voice what you'll tolerate, and stand firm in it. I know it's hard, especially with peer pressure nowadays. You see a lot on social media about what other people are doing. And this is kind of where boundaries come in. I've seen a lot on social media. I've had to audit my social media because I just don't align with certain things anymore. And that's okay too. Maybe give yourself a good audit. (laughs) I sound corporate talking like that, but that's the word that came to mind. So remove things in your life that make you uncomfortable and stop feeling guilty. Because the people who are going to be good in your life, good for you in your life, are not going to be mad at you for wanting to prioritize your comfort to find peace in your life. They want to see that for you. The next mindset shift to be able to feel more comfortable in setting and upholding your boundaries is understanding that consideration is an absolute necessity from both parties this does not excuse you from considering other people as well but if you're not being considered there's no reason to entertain it especially when you would consider them right i've been in a few situations where it's just kind of shocking to see how someone acts when they don't consider you in something as simple as they're at the store and they're picking up drinks and they get something for everyone but you or on the flip side of that someone who sees something that you like and sends you and mentions it to you right i personally love sunsets it's my favorite thing to do drive around and look at the sunset and someone sent me a picture of it the other day and it literally made my whole day it's something as simple as just considering hey, so-and-so really likes this, and it's as simple as literally taking a picture. 
and be like, hey, I remembered that you liked this. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy that something as simple as that can make someone feel considered, right? But if you're not being considered, why are you still in that situation? A lot of the times it could be family related, and those are kind of trickier topics, but it's important to understand that someone who truly loves you is going to consider you. They're going to consider what they're doing and how it will affect you. If they're not, they don't care. Consideration is a form of caring about someone. And it's necessary for relationships to work. It's necessary for even your personal relationship with yourself to work. That goes back to the people-pleasing aspect of things. If you're a people-pleaser, you're not considering yourself. And you're not considering yourself first, which you should be. You shouldn't be saying yes to things you don't want to do. You shouldn't be saying no to things you do want to do. All because you're scared it's going to make the other party feel a certain way. Their reaction is not your concern. Your reaction is your concern. Your voicing your opinion is your concern. That's the only thing you can really control. And there's no reason to not stand up for yourself, right? If you want something, go for it. Things are not handed to you on a silver platter and they're definitely not gonna be an opportunity if you can't even voice that you want it. So understanding that consideration is an absolute necessity is definitely the second key mindset shift that I had to take because it helped me realize who was there for me and who actually had me in the forefront of their mind when making decisions. Honestly, it's kind of sad to think back and be like, wow, you simply didn't care. But at the same time, it's it's closure. Thinking about it that way is it's closure, knowing that you can look back and say, I was not considered, you did not care. Chapters closed, moving on. Um, a quote that I heard that kind of coincides with this is to get something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. If you're uncomfortable, that's because you're reliving toxic patterns, you're consistently feeding unhealthy habits, and you're lazy. You're not doing anything about it. Trust me, it's hard to actually put action behind the things that you want when you're not used to it. When you get so stuck in a pattern of only caring about what other people think and do and like never focusing on what you need it's hard to shift to forcing yourself to uphold what you need and the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result that goes with that same quote, if you're going to continue to live the same toxic habits, you can't expect your life to be any different. And that's where boundaries is going to differentiate your trajectory on actually succeeding and reaching your goals. If you're unable to set boundaries, you will not be successful. You will not be able to succeed because you don't have the discipline to do it. Um, that goes right into setting personal boundaries. I think setting personal boundaries is the most important part of this lesson that I've had to learn. And the reason being is if you cannot make a promise to yourself and follow through and actually keep it, 
there is no way in hell you will be able to enforce someone else to make promises and keep them to you. People, especially if you're voicing what you want, especially if you're voicing, I'm going to do this, and then they see you not do it, why would they think that they need to follow through with what they say, right? You're a, what you permit yourself to do, you're going to permit other people to do. So setting personal boundaries has been a key part in actually making changes to my life. An example of this is I thrive when my day is structured and when I have a plan for my week. So something I've had to set time aside for is actually planning my day and planning out my week. I have a calendar in my fridge that I can walk Romy through the week in the most basic of ways, right? She's two. She doesn't need all the details of everything. But that way, it's easier to draw it out and say, look, this is what we're doing today. And it's easier for me because I have to actually plan it and I have to be prepared with what we're going to do. It's hard when you're just sitting at home and then the day's over and you're frustrated that you didn't get anything done. So one of the personal goals that I have for myself is actually following through with making plans and keeping them and the best way for me to do that is setting a boundary of if I want something done I have to schedule it in and by schedule it in I mean stuff as simple as making dinner goes into my calendar the nights that I cook is in my calendar the nights that we're having leftovers is in my calendar the nights that we're going to someone else's house to eat is in my calendar or it's not going to happen and that has been an easier way for me to set personal boundaries I know that's kind of a weird um, example, but that's honestly one of the most prominent ones that I've had to do. So I hope you've learned something from this. I hope this is helpful. Setting boundaries and learning to set boundaries as an adult is honestly a wild concept. And the earlier you can learn it, the better, because once you're able to stand up for yourself, setting boundaries is so much easier But when you're used to not having to stand up for yourself, that's really difficult. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you learned something. I hope you took something valuable from this and will actually apply it to your life. If you didn't, that's fine. Thanks for hanging out with me for half an hour. Please send this to someone who you think would benefit from this topic. I feel like a lot of us could reevaluate a lot of things that we're committing our time to. And boundaries are definitely a very good helper in that. So have a great week. Enjoy your tacos. Go see a movie. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for more of the Bye Maddie Marie podcast. As always, please drop a five-star review and all my socials and my blog are linked in the description. I'll talk to you guys next week and have the best taco Tuesday.